Yes, welcome to another episode of the Inside Out Podcast. I'm your host, Lyndon Felix, and he is... Michael Allman. And we're here today with two, I, I want to say, good friends of mine, because, you know, I like putting people I know on this show that do cool stuff. I don't want to cuss no more. My mama told me not to cuss. But today we're going to introduce Mr. Ivor Marshawn Williams and Mr. Sean Hardy. Uh, first, we're going to go with Ivor. Just give us a quick rundown of who you are, and then we're going to get into this. Uh, well, um, you know, I'm Iva, uh, Clark Atlanta University alum. That's where I met Linton. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, what you say? Playing spades, right? Playing spades. Joker, yep. Joker, Deuce, Deuce. Uh-huh. Deuce of Diamonds over Deuce of Spades. Yes, it is. You know, That's how I learned. Line. First of all, he taught me. Him and his crew, they taught me. I'd never played spades before. They taught me. Yeah, yeah. And that's the yeah, proper way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Tisha. So yeah, I um yeah, I, I I got my major in health information management and my minor in spades. So that's <laughs> that's that's what that's how we met, man. And uh so basically, uh yeah, that's it, man. I'm glad to be here. All right. And next we're gonna go with Mr. Shauna Hardy. Just give us a quick introduction of yourself. I am Tashana Hardy. I am also a Clark Atlanta alum who is still owed um my claim shouter by Linton. I'm still well no. First the people will know. Somebody will probably write to you and remind you. I will get my clam chowder. First I need that. I owe you a <laughs> I am a new mom. I'm like the 40-year-old mom who has a lot of questions because this is my only mm-hmm. baby. I thought my eggs will be powder, but I had a baby. Uh, <laughs> I am a writer, a um, screenplay writer. And I do treatments now with my cousin or do bids for treatments. He is a director. And that's it for me. My earring keeps falling down, but don't judge me. <laughs> but <laughs> now nah, we won't judge. We won't judge you. So in today's episode, we want to do something fun because Iva has this this um, thing that he does on his Facebook page where I I've titled it "Ask Iva." He doesn't have an official name for it yet. Where he puts up, I'll take that. You'll take Ask Iva. I, I think I'll, I'll take that. You don't have to fight me on the trademark or anything. You can go ahead and have it. Okay. Uh, he on his Facebook page, he, he proposes these questions, topics, scenarios, and gets everybody's, let's say, input. And when when did you decide to do this, Ivan? Like, what 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 made you decide? Man, to be honest, completely honest, man, I was bored at work, <laughs> and <laughs> and I'm I always looked at uh, you know, ask Susan whatever the columns. I always love to like read stuff like that. Uh-huh. People would like submit stuff. So that's how it started. I mean, it started back in, I think, about 2007, maybe. Yeah, it did. 2007. Mm-hmm. I started asking people questions, and I just love reading the response. I never really wanted to submit my own opinion. I just wanted to get other people's opinions. So it just started, and it just kind of kept, you know, snowballing, snowballing, snowballing to, to where we are now, where, you know, people submit questions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think... I think the the thing about it and, you know, people love to get honest feedback from people they don't know because they know it will be unfiltered and, you know, they know they won't take their feelings into uh-huh. uh, account because people can be brutal when they give their honest opinion. Yes, they sometimes can. people need it, but they don't, they want to stay under that veil of anonymity. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing. So, um, yeah, that's how I started. And that's how it's going. I mean, I, I haven't really got any, um, I guess during the pandemic, I, had, I haven't gotten many. I guess people being home, 
<laughs> you know, everybody behaving themselves because they, they're forced to be yeah yeah everybody's yeah everybody's at home so well i mean i'm in atlanta nobody's at home uh, no. who we kidding but uh we out, you know. we uh, out here baby yeah so so yeah that's how i got started man yeah and i, I knew when i started paying attention like i would just see it pop up in my feed and i was like is he just just doing this for fun or then i start looking at the, the comments and people were like Three sometimes they'll go anywhere from three hundred comments to a couple thousand yeah. comments and full blown conversations and right. arguments within Facebook. I was like, I thought yeah. there was like a thread limit, but sometimes if you came from there late, <laughs> oh, you play catch up like like a mug. Like you'd be, I sometimes I'll be going up like, especially when it's the topics where it's anything to deal with women and men, child support, anything child support. to deal with child support. Yeah, you child know, black support. people are child support experts. Yeah. You know? That is I, a fact. I've come to find that out. <laughs> we, we have a lot of friends who, who can give you the rules and, and like statutes and all that stuff, who to file with, all that. I'm like, right. I mean, I, I never knew that it was so many. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what that, that, that kind of lawyer is called, uh, but it, they're on Facebook, all of them. Yeah, we have them. <laughs> so that, that was the beauty of the project. And I was like, you know, one of these days I tried before we, full disclosure, a couple of years back, we tried to get yeah. something going, but. Uh, the, the birth of my second child kind of put a kibosh on that. I had to go handle some business, you know, make some clam chowder and whatnot. But <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that's how life works, man. Yeah, I'm sometimes life. You're here today, man. Yeah, but and that was a good reason. That was a good reason to put the kibosh on. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to, but I was like, <laughs> it was going to be difficult to try to do both. But I was like, now yeah. that the pandemic has kind of put me in the, the state of mind, like, oh, well, let's go ahead and do something. And Ivo was one of the first people. I'm like, I got to make sure I do something with him, and the 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 work that he does on Facebook. But you also were on the radio too because you do guest oh, yeah. video. Because yeah. so you're yeah. not you're like when I say he's a media personality, he's a media personality. You know what I'm saying? So ex yeah, let I, us know about your your radio work. I'm trying to. That's how. No, I'm just playing. That's <laughs> my false false humility. Now. Um, <laughs> Thankful, thankfully, um, one day, um, and I, I love her for this. Um, Joyce Littell uh -huh. is a um, a legend in Atlanta yes, she is. on mm -hmm. the radio. Um, I give her all love and all props. Um, one day, she saw one of my questions, and she asked it on the Quiet Storm. Oh, really? And yeah, she asked it on the Quiet Storm, and everybody hit my phone like, "Joyce, ask your question," you know. <laughs> and I, I, I was just waking up. I went to sleep. I didn't even hear that it was asked. And, um, you know, she she hit my page and she was just like, you know, hey, one day I would love to, you know, have you in the studio with me. And from there, that's that's how our friendship, you know, started. Okay. And um, she's she's had me on a few of her shows and it's just been it's just been all love. So all thanks and love to Joyce to tell for, um, for for seeing something in me and, and, and trying to foster that. And that's a beautiful thing, man. Like, yeah. especially here in Atlanta, the one thing I would say there is a lot of collaboration and people looking out for each other. There's certain circumstances, yeah. there isn't. There's a lot of infighting and backbiting or whatever. But one thing I can't say when I saw you do that, I was like, okay, Joyce Littell put him on it. And I remember you you um put po posting something on Facebook, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Where she can just reach out to you. Like most people would just take your your stuff and create it like it's their own. We know they're out. No, no, she, she, and that's, and that's, she's a great person, man. I can't, mm -hmm. I can't say enough about her, how, how wonderful she is, man. Um, she just, like you said, the collaboration that happens in Atlanta, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just, it's, it's bar none. I mean, you, you can really meet some people that can put you in position, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing the right networking. And, um, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't me, you know, trying to, you know, cause to me, I do this for free. It's what I love to do. I mean, I've uh-huh. been doing it for free. Um, but the fact that she saw it and, um, not only, like you said, not only took the question for herself, but, you know, brought me in like, hey, this is Iva's question. I got this from Iva's page and, you know, shouted me out. That was wonderful. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Sean, a quick, quick thing, because I know we went to school together and all the jokes mm-hmm. aside, you did my hair. You were my first loctician when I was in college. <laughs> she was. I put her on, too, because she wasn't charging nobody nothing. And I, I was, wasn't. I was like, I, just buy me groceries. Right. And I would tell people, <laughs> they're like, who did your hair? And I was like, it was my homegirl, Tashana, in Heritage Commons, Second floor, she charges thirty five to fifty dollars. She was doing. Oh, she stayed in Heritage Commons. I did. I stayed on the full floor. The full floor. Oh, I was she was in the penthouse. I was. Oh. I was penthouse. I was the penthouse. Oh, nice. The penthouse. Okay. I was the penthouse. We was at the very top, looking over mm-hmm. at New Res. It was. It was dope. It, it was mm-hmm. too much money, man. It was like six grand a semester. It was like, it was ridiculous. But that's what I was saying. Yeah. Heritage Commons was like the the Waldorf Astoria on Clark Atlanta's campus. <laughs> oh, it was. It was. At it the was. It was at the time. It was just. It was me and my brother as roommates. But you know, we didn't. I didn't. I didn't like many roommates, so he was the only one I got along with. But, Your brother was yeah. never there, so you didn't have a roommate. That's, that's why I liked having my brother in the room. <laughs> but Tashana, you went. We went to school. You you were there for. Oh, childhood cool. education, early childhood yes, education. Early childhood education. So, how does one go from early childhood education to being a writer? Writing is something I actually always did. Mm-hmm. I um, I I used to get paid to write people love letters and stuff in high school. What? Um, like little poems and stuff because I always wrote poems. Who was who so? Was if the guy had to like give his girlfriend a poem, they would buy me like five dollars. I'd be like. I'll write That's it. You amazing. write it over in your, your handwriting. I let them know you love her everything. They did that. What was the 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 um they redid it with the big long nose that he was writing the the love notes for the the good looking dude to get with the Steve Martin did a remake. Steve of, Martin was in that. I was about to say. I know what you're talking about. I know yeah. what you're talking about. And that was like I, that was like an old like Shakespearean play. It was like, I forget what it's called, like Cyrano de Bergerac or something like that. I don't remember, but I, I do remember seeing what you're talking about, but that was me. I, I did that. I always would um, hear music because I listen to music all the time to do everything and yeah. see a video in my head. And my brother is the one who actually told me about writing treatments. He was like, you should be writing treatments. You're the only person that I know who has forever seen something from front to back by just listening to a song. Okay. And I actually had an artist reach out to me from something I posted on Facebook. I got bored, like like um Ava was saying, mm-hmm. and started writing like a um I wanted to do a web series, but I was like, let me just write basically like a a web series online to see if I can get someone to shoot it. And I had a couple people reach out to me saying that they wanted to actually produce it, mm-hmm. but HBO had a contest and I entered it into the HBO contest and I actually got a little further than I thought I would. I made it to almost the final round. Okay. And I was I was very surprised because you know I didn't go to school for that. I know. I yeah. had to teach myself how to do all the writing. I went to Barnes and Nobles and got books <laughs> and taught myself how to do the technical writing. 
because okay. I wanted to learn how to do it. And I would get scripts, like old scripts from different um, shows and movies and see mm-hmm. how they did certain things to learn how to do that. And I posted something online and someone reached out to me and was like, well, this artist saw what you did. We'd like to talk to you about writing something for them. That's pretty cool. It was. And I saw you. I was like, how did Tashana end up in writing? Like, I know mm-hmm. she was teaching these badass kids one minute ago. Like, now, now she writing for the kids? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I but, stopped doing that, too. Oh, Lord, I stopped the teaching for the kids, kids for now. You're a mommy now, right? I am. I'm how, a many, how, old, how old is the little one? He is one years old. I'm not one of those 14, 14 months for the people who do that. But I hate the people who do that. He's one. <laughs> I, I talked about that one time. I was like, yeah, parents were like, yeah, he's 17 months. I'm like, oh, man. man, I don't give me the regular year. Like, exactly. Give me the year. Who could do the math like that? Like, once you get past a year and people start to 18, 19 months, you're like, come on, man. Like, just tell you know, me. You're just one. Tell you. Yeah. Like, once exactly. you the first year, you're one until you're two. This exactly. Whole, like I know the doctors right. do that. They're like mm-hmm. the for the medical at the beginning for you know the whole pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But I guess when the baby hasn't gotten that full year of being out yet, they're nine months, they're ten months. But once you get to twelve months, that's like someone saying, yes. you know, I'm six feet tall, but I'm six, you know, instead of saying seven feet, two inches. I'm I'm six <laughs> feet twelve inches. No, you're a foot. Uh, yeah. Seven feet. Thanks. And it's crazy because my son, when people see him, because mm-hmm. I'm tall, his dad is only like six one, six two. But, but I'm six you're foot. You're six feet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm six foot. And he's been tall since he came out. Like they took, you know how when um the kids come out, they take the little thing, the stamps of their hands and their feet. Uh huh. Mm. His foot was almost over, like the little paper, and the doctor was like, hey, "He's going to be tall." This you gonna be ramp right there, boy? Yeah, the yeah. doctor said he'll probably be about six six. People see him now, mm-hmm. and they're like, "How old is he?" And I'm like, "Oh, he just turned one. He has a whole stroller that's supposed to last until he's." Two and I think 35 pounds and 33 inches at 11 months, he was 31 and a half inches. Good Lord. Now, you're not gonna have one of those uh, those uh, strollers where he can do the Flintstones with it, right? Where you just oh, no. kick it with no, his feet. Pick up and walk off. No. Like, I ain't doing this today, mama. <laughs> he can push himself. <laughs> My sister took a picture of this lady on the train one day who head was like legit feet on the ground. Like she could have just got up and stood up. And I'm like, why, why do you have that? This is embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got some Yeah, but yes, I am a new mommy. I'm I'm thinking of starting like a mommy page, and I have a, I like your idea because my my idea was I don't know a lot of things. I don't know what I'm doing half of the time. Mm-hmm. I'm just it's, it's a prayer and a wing that I do everything. <laughs> my mom that like nice. they used to. Yeah, that's how it starts. But I feel like people had people around to kind of say, "Hey, do that," or. Don't give him this or don't do that. Not necessarily, not necessarily. Like I've said, a lot of times it's just someone doing something and they're mm-hmm. kind of like, then their friends and everybody starts gravitating to it. No one really pushes right. them. They just start it and they realize that people are like gravitating to it. And then, yeah, okay. the, the, the best things start mm-hmm. organically. Just yeah, like yeah. with the account that you have right now, mm-hmm. you, just, you, you have no, you don't even know where you're placing your other foot. You know, you just go out there and start walking. And then before you know it, people are mm-hmm. gravitating to it. 
you know, they're coming to your page every day. Like they, they won't do anything else before coming to your page. Mm -hmm. so do I say do it. Yeah, yeah definitely. there's always a viewer for something. Cool. Always. I'm going to do it. I'm going to listen to you guys. I'm going yeah, to yeah, do it. Thank you. Please listen. <laughs> so, all right. So we're gonna, now we got through that. We're going to kick off and we're going to get with Iva to kind of introduce. So which one do you want to go? Which topic do you want to go with first, Iva? Let's go. Let's go with the let's go with the invoice, man. Let's let's talk about that. Okay, so for those that don't know, this came out. Iva posted this the other day. So explain, Iva. So basically, this couple got married, and I'm guessing that they had more than a few no shows, mm -hmm. uh, and they sent this invoice out to them uh, for two people. I'm guessing. So I guess it was hundred and twenty dollars a piece. Uh -huh. uh, to pay the invoice uh, for their absence uh, from the wedding. And I just thought this was, I just asked, I mean, it was just a simple question. Would you pay it or would you tell them to, you know, I don't know if we can curse on here, but, you know, yeah, would you tell them to get on about their business, you know? Mm -hmm. So that, that was pretty much the question. And it was, you know, as someone, I would say, I would say this, I'm married, right? Yep. And, you know, we, we had a pretty big wedding. I got married in uh, 2010 and um, we had a couple of them shows. So I understand. I understand the frustration of you paying for these plates. Yeah. And, you know, because all the wedding is, is just like, hey, everybody come here. I'm paying for everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just come here. Come, you know, I got everybody on the food. Just just come. Come on. You know. That's really what a wedding is. Um, yeah. But, and I mean, of course, sharing that your union, but at the end of the day, it's a huge cost. So, you know, I, I understand. I understand people saying, you know, man, I should charge people, you know, but, you know, I, to me, even with that thought, I was like, nah, you know, you just got to chalk it up. You just got to charge it to the game. And, you know, it's, a, it's some people that I thought were friends before I got married and said hey yeah i mean it was people like three days before like yeah man i'm gonna be there i'm coming never heard oh, from and it, which is crazy you know but that's sometimes that's it brings it out so my question to everybody was would you pay the, if you received this in your email right they emailed you this invoice would you pay it to you know maybe i guess mend fences because you weren't able to make it or would you tell them to f off what would you do uh Michael, you want to go first or Tashana? Because I got some thoughts. <laughs> Ladies first on this one. Okay. I was like, fast as a week. Okay. <laughs> I would get this invoice and I would basically say to them, away from me. Like in my nicest. First of all, I, okay, so I understand both sides because I helped my sister plan her wedding and people who didn't show up, um, you need to kind of give people a heads up that you're not coming because it's it's, it's kind of wrong not to show up to something like that when you know that it's a plated event. Mm -hmm. the, um, it was 200 and something dollars. People don't have like $2,000 in change just to be playing with. You, you see what I'm saying? If a bunch of people don't come, that's a lot of money that you're dealing with that you could have used towards something else. Yeah. So if you're not going to come, you should have let them know ahead of time. But if I was the person that didn't show and it would have to be something like I got into an accident or, or something like extreme had to happen for me not to show up to something like that if I RSVP'd, 
Um, but if that actually came to me in the mail, I would return to sender or say um, no habla inglés because I don't know about paying that. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know if that's if that's going to be a thing. But if it's a really if it's a really really good friend, I'm going to be there. So there wouldn't have been a, I didn't show. But if that came to me in the mail, I'm gonna return it to sender and say I didn't live wherever it came from or wherever it went to. Okay, <laughs> that's the honest thing. <laughs> yeah, I respect it, but no. If I was to receive that, I, I understand the cost, but you know, it's a celebration of your union. You know, is it a celebration or is it about money? Sometimes mm-hmm. that would be my initial thought if I was to receive it, but yeah, it would be a no. Okay. Well, for me, there's a couple things here. There's a there's a few things I should say. Um if you look, it says the wedding reception in Royalton, the grill. So oh. it was a destination wedding, right? Mm-hmm. We can we can agree on that, right? Mm-hmm. So that means people had to have probably had a, a, a planner who was booking people's flights and all that. So you had to know who was coming and who wasn't. So was it someone that maybe at the last minute said, I can't fly to Jamaica, but things like that, you can't just cancel the flight and not have a flight booked like days before. This is something that would have been planned. My look, my thinking of it is this is probably somebody who was supposed to come and something came up and person was just being petty. Like, and I'm probably going to say not to sound sexist. It was probably the bride. And it was probably a friend of hers that was supposed to come and didn't come, mm-hmm. and and she's like, "Know what? You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pay for this." I don't think they're serious. I think it was more or less like, "Hey, you said you were coming, and you showed up." Because at any wedding, you're like Micah says, you're throwing the party, so you're. It's like a club promoter, you know, what I'm saying like you can't now turn around and find the people who didn't who said they were going to come to the club night. And say, now nah, you owe me 20 at the door because you said you were right. coming. Like, you you put this on, and because I didn't show, I mean, now you've got extra. Or will the 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 um Negril, Royalty Negril tell you, okay, these people didn't show for the wedding? That means you got to Jamaica, you got to the hotel, and you can know who's there or not. So you could have told them, hey, we're not gonna have 200 people, we're going to have 198 because two of them aren't going to show. So to do this, it's beyond petty, man. It's like this person is trying to prove a point. This is someone they they probably didn't want to extend an invitation to and they did because the person is notorious for this and now they're just being petty. That's all I can all I can say. And like Mia said, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like... I, yeah, I mean, it is crazy. I, I've never seen someone... <laughs> send an invoice for well, no, like i've never seen that like for a wedding uh the couple send that out like that's crazy but you know i to, you peep that i didn't even peep that that it was a destination wedding yeah i didn't even see the destination either i didn't see that because i'm nosy i'm nosy like that so i always <laughs> check the details i just the wedding reception room i was like oh so this is no call no show like how do they no call no shit? That means they have to pay for their flight because if it's a death, they're paying for everything. Right. So if they don't, the two hundred bucks that you you're mad at, they would have spent more than that on a flight. Definitely more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, how can you charge people? And like Deshana said, if I get this in the mail, I'm not even. 
I might pay it, but like, it's going to be, you're going to get the cash app and you're going to get a note in the cash app saying we not friends no more. And that's yeah. it. Be- there's no way you do that to your friends. Like you'll be no, mad at them for not showing, but you can't just say, right. Pay, pay my, pay for my wedding. <laughs> Especially <laughs> gift too. if I, if that's your wedding gift, then like, I'm, I'm going to take a picture of whatever I bought you and I'm returning it. And I'm saying the mm-hmm. wedding gift. Sometimes you have to, and I, I like that idea of you saying, send them the cash app and send them a note. Sometimes you just have to give people that money to just get them out your life, man. That's, that's it. You know, yeah. like, Hey, this is, you want to be this petty with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you this $240, but I will never speak to you again. Like it's and, and not good. Like, yeah, it could have like, really just been a conversation that we had, you know, we could have mm-hmm. had a conversation. It could have been something that was an extreme emergency that I couldn't, you, you, you probably, could have should have checked on me to make sure that I was okay. You never know if they're okay. Now they could be in mm-hmm. And, and the thing know. is, if you can, if if at the end you're having a destination wedding, right? That means I know part of it because I know a couple. My homegirl um, Tawanda, she plans weddings and stuff, and I know it's all based on like you get whatever discount you get at the hotel is based on how many people you bring. So if two yeah. people don't show, I'm sure that drives your price up per person and also probably for the hotel blocks and all that. So I understand maybe there's there's more to it than just, oh, you didn't show. Like maybe they are being affected. If two people don't show, then the prices change and they end up coming out of pocket even more. But I but you, you have to account for it. You have to right, account that's for it. Like, you have to know that maybe a couple of people won't show up. Now I can see if 10 people don't show up, you know, but if yeah. a couple of people don't show up, then you have to account for that. I mean, now, the question you, is, how many of these emails did this person, how many invoices did this person send? If you're sending them, like you said, Iva, more than two people had to have not shown up if you're sending it out because, like, you made a point there, like, if it was just two people, they probably didn't mind, but it was probably yeah. about 10 or 12 folks who said they were coming to Jamaica and didn't show. But I then you have to really through. think about that. You right. have to think about your friend circle. If if you st- had 10 people, 12 people that didn't show up last minute, you have to think about the people that you invited. You really going to have, if you had a wedding and you, well, I, Oli, you had a wedding. But <laughs> I didn't have a wedding, I'm sorry. But you didn't have a wedding? You was one of the smart people. Okay. You were one of the smart people. I dream of eloping. I don't, I don't think that people understand. I dream of eloping. Mm-hmm. Man, that's the best bet. I want to elope. There's a place in near Grand Army Plaza in Brooklyn. There's like a little fountain. I want to have a pop up wedding and be like, "Hey, you guys should meet me here. If you pop up and you show up, you'll be at my wedding." That, that's how I'm gonna do that. <laughs> a pop up wedding. A pop up wedding. <laughs> a pop up wedding. Like people actually don't know what they're coming to. If you have friends and you're like, "Hey, you free? You want to come meet me here?" And they'd be like, "Sure." If they meet me there, guess what? You're at my wedding. I like that. I like it. I like it. Like and that. then have like an actual reception where we get some food or whatever afterwards. So I don't really have to worry about the, the plating and the $200 and this person didn't show, that person didn't show. If they didn't come, they weren't meant to be there. But if if you had something where you actually sent out invitations, people RSVP, mm-hmm. and at the last minute, because until Linton said that, I didn't realize that it was um a destination. If at the last minute, 12 people dropped out, you really have to look at your friends. And your friendship circle. 
That's I mean, I was, I was, I was saying the same thing. Like mm -hmm. at my wedding, um, my one of my line brothers was supposed to be one of my groomsmen, and maybe like a week before, he was like, "I can't make it," <laughs> and I, and for a long time, I can't lie, we had to have a, a good serious discussion. Years later, we got you know talked about it. All is forgiven now, but uh, Tashana is right. You have to have take a good look at your friends. If that many people are not showing up to your wedding, you have to take inventory on who you call your friends. Um, and sometimes we have to do that in life. Sometimes we have to take stock of, of who's really in our life like that. I mean, because if something's really important, they should they should want to show up. Um, it shouldn't be like a chore for them to come to to something so special for you. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and 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 just the fact that this invoice lets me know that it probably was someone that they 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 expected to be there. And yeah. I know I've, I've told people straight up at destination weddings, I'm like, yeah, I ain't gonna be able to do it. I'm not gonna lie to nobody. Like, nah, I ain't gonna be able to do it. I'm the same. I'm the same way. Like, yeah. they like, oh yeah, we're going to Santorini, Greece next month. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to make it. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, I'll be like, I can you live stream it? Can you IG live it? I, I'll join it. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I mean, it may be uncomfortable to say at first, but mm -hmm. it saves it saves all of this. It saves this. If you know you're not coming, you're like, man, I'm going to make a way. I'm going to make a way. I'm going to try to, you know, find a way to make one. We're going to find a way to make one to be there. And you know you can't make it. Just let them know, man, so they can account for it. Because I can see them, like if Lynn, like Lynn said, if it was like more than 10 people, yeah. like them down at the receptionist desk, like, okay, Who's putting this on their card? Yeah, <laughs> we don't got to split this thing up. It's different, you know. Because the destination wedding is is for the for the bride and groom is to help them out. Right. Okay, you're gonna you get a vacation out of it, but also that helps offset the cost because now right. everybody's handled their own housing and lodging, and then you get a discount with the reception hall and up. Like, okay, you don't have to pay as much because you brought more people in to the hotel. Okay. But my thing with the whole wedding thing. Now, I didn't get married the traditional way. My wife and I, we went to the courthouse mm -hmm. and we just decided we're going to get married. We didn't make mm -hmm. a big deal. It was just the two of us. Uh, looking back on it, we should have invited more. And because, you know, the, the stigma with it, oh, you're getting married at the courthouse. Like, I guess that's eloping. But it was just like we looked at, we started looking at cost. And we're like, okay, mm -hmm. uh, how much to rent out this? How much for the church? We started looking at gowns and we're like, wow, like $3,500? That's <laughs> Like for a gown, like for one day? Like, yeah. I was like, can we make it into something else? You could wear it more than once? Like, $3,500? <laughs> nah, but Put don't some we pockets on it, make it functional, you know, make it yeah. functional. Like, you know, we, but yeah, I, hey. I, I have a friend who spent six grand on her veil. Wow. You have a friend that got money to burn. Six like, grand like, on her veil. Six thousand dollars. That veil better, better turn into a uh, that veil better turn into a darn black panther mask after we've done it. Like, <laughs> it's it's got to turn, it's got to double for something else. Yeah, it'd be curtains at the end, it could be curtains throughout the house or something like that. She looked amazing, but I, I lived in my heart of hearts when I went with her and she said, how did it look? And I was just like, do you want my real answer? Because I am that friend who was like, do you want my answer? Do you want really just want me to tell you what you want to hear? Just let me know what, what we're working with, right? 
And, and she was like, tell me what I want to hear. I'm like, it's beautiful, girl. Just rock it. <laughs> and, and, and it probably is. Like, a lot of the things were beautiful. And I told my wife, I was like, if this is what you want to do. But we saw the price getting up in there. And that's like, without hotel and, and stuff, it was like 45 grand between yeah. reception, um, her gown, um, the church. And then we got to get into bringing family into town. We're like, where do we want to do it? If we're doing it in Georgia, then we got to have hotel rooms set up and then you had to figure out how much hotels would cost and altogether it was going to be over 45 grand and we sat there and we looked at each other like is this even necessary for like one day and i was like she was like nah i'd rather not and we just said let's just go to the courthouse at the time it was like 35 45 dollars get your license I think we got married by a dude that looked like judge joe brown <laughs> and we, we was out we went, on, we went to five we went to five had some sushi as our little wedding thing, and we went about our business, man. And we've been together. And y'all been together. We still. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, 45K. Yeah, 45K. You could have had a whole Bitcoin for that. But yep. it, was, yeah. it was like. Absolutely. I tell, you, I tell anybody, I mean, as someone who had the big wedding, like, if I could go back, I would have <laughs> did it. Just I, I probably wouldn't have did the Justice of Peace. I probably would have had like a. a because that was the thing, like with my wife, everybody went to the Justice of the Peace. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to be opposite. So she wanted an actual church wedding. So I would have did the church wedding. Like I would have had a church wedding, mm-hmm. but we would have went for sushi <laughs> afterwards. It would have right. been like a big, you know, reception type deal. It would have yeah, like, been her and me going, maybe family, maybe our parents going somewhere yeah. to eat. Um, and, but, and I think yeah. that part of the issue, because there's so many people in your life, a lot of people have the big wedding because they don't want to leave mm-hmm. people out. But I had a mm-hmm. homeboy, my man Jay Hood. He he had a small thing in, in Decatur. He got a little um like restaurant with nice vibe. Mm-hmm. And he invited his very close family and friends. A lot of us didn't go, but we were like happy for him because he was like, it was something small, cost a couple thousand, and it looked phenomenal. But it's mm-hmm. like when you get into like, oh, I, I got this friend and this cousin and this aunt, I don't want to leave anybody out. You end up having these big weddings. And I, that's what me and my wife was like, it's either we can afford it or we can't. Fam, after I paid for a wedding, I mm-hmm. am no longer upset when people don't invite me. Yeah. I'd be like, trust me, I understand. I don't have to come. I understand the cost <laughs> when you are making that list. Uh-huh. It's a cost. So I, I'm totally fine with being left out, man. But if you do invite me, I, I will show up. Yeah. Or I'll tell you I can't if it's a destination. Oh, yeah. Or that. Or that. Because especially when they say destination and you can't bring your kids, I'm like, that one, that one is going to be a deal breaker for me right there. Let's see. Let's see. Digital Daniel says, Iva hit the nail on the head. Church wedding, then Rusan's off Piedmont. <laughs> You're right. There you go. There you go. Rusan's off Piedmont. Yeah. Like when you think about it, like my, my younger brother, he went, he went, to, we went to the courthouse, but then we had a reception back at, mm-hmm. back at the crib. So mm-hmm. it was like, they went to the to the um to the justice of peace, but to the courthouse in Decatur, and everybody came back to the house. Like everybody met at the house, they walked in it, and it, it felt just like a regular wedding. Nice yeah. pictures and everything. So it was like, and they still together. So it's like, what the whole point is? Are you still together? Like the the wedding is kind of like a celebration of us staying together. And right. I've I've had friends who've had the big wedding, the 
the the the the coffee and the, the flames and all that stuff <laughs> and it didn't work out and not to say that was a bad thing but like in this day and age 45 grand if unless you have it to say mm-hmm. we can put that at a wedding like 45 grand is that's a down payment on a house you know what i'm saying that's that's yes. to pay off college loans that's towards your savings whatever so to be in the hole like that unless somebody else paying for it like if the like if it's traditional where the dad pays for it, which I know I'm gonna hate because I got a daughter. <laughs> but like I'm gonna tell her, like, we going to the courthouse. Me and your mother stayed together for all these years. You two, you ain't too good to go to the courthouse. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, I can't I, I can't fathom that much money being spent on one day if you don't have extra that this is just throwaway money. This is just to have fun. If you're if you're taking out loans and you're borrowing from people. Might as well have just kept the money, put it in your pocket. That's forty five thousand you're gonna lose, and right. never get back. And unless you, and then later on, you always hear the stories of, oh, we had financial problems, and it started eating away at the marriage. And you could because of going into it, yeah. You go, yeah. you should not be going into your marriage in in wedding debt. Like if if, if your all of your debt is not clear before mm-hmm. you say I do. You may need to reconsider, like like you said, maybe going to the justice of the peace or having a church wedding and going and you know just scaling it down a little bit. Because the worst thing is for you to have this seventy five thousand dollar wedding and you only pay like forty five of it off, and you going in with thirty some thousand dollars in debt. And that, you paying, you still paying for you still your wedding, wedding. student loan debt. Like that's crazy, <laughs> you know. What about you, Michael? Your future husband. Oh, you don't have to worry about that for me. <laughs> I, it just, it's just expensive. You know, I, I've seen my sister. She's gone through it. So I understand the, 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 the craziness of it. My dad was, like you said, Linton, he was feeling it. You know, the stress of that. But, yeah, it's not worth it. I would scale it down. Absolutely. And I think. And I read somewhere, honestly, like that the pandemic has increased people scaling it down. Yeah. Um, everybody's just doing eloping. So um, I can't knock it. I mean, the courthouse is doing wonderful. Like literally the courthouse, just like if I, I told my wife, we're going to hopefully do it, have some kind of ceremony because mm-hmm. we kind of did it. We kind of did it on a Tuesday afternoon. And we kind of told people as we we saw fit, like, hey, we're married now, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, why didn't you have a wedding? I was like, man, we wanted to get married, but we couldn't be sl- a slave to the ceremony. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't see spending that much money. And then we didn't have it to begin with. So we're saving for one day. Like, unless somebody wanted to pay it for us, like, nah. But I think it kind of kept us on the same mindset going into the to the relationship. Like, okay, we, we're thinking about each other. It wasn't a... Oh, I, I need to have a big wedding or she wasn't like that. And I wasn't saying, oh, I got to have invite all these people. It was like we were thinking of each other, which in essence, a marriage is about like mm-hmm. we're going to do what's best for us, not for anybody else. And I think I'm not I'm not throwing shit at anybody who's had the big wedding. If that's what you want to do and that's that's good on your marriage, I, I, mm-hmm. I support you. But the reality is, if you don't have forty five. 35, 25 to spare. I don't understand why people do these things and then end up in debt afterwards because it's still paying off, like I was said. I, I can't I can't fathom that. But that's right. Go ahead, Tashan. 
half of the time I think it's just a spectacle for other people to see. And I don't need that. I, I honestly don't need it. I've been to a bunch of weddings. My best friend, it's been my same best friend from when I was at Clark. Mm-hmm. She got married. She went to the courthouse in Chicago and they somebody actually called me on the phone and had it on video for me because I couldn't be there. But they went to the courthouse, they got oh. married, and they've been together 22 years. So, right. I think it, that's it, what we've started to do here with these courthouse weddings, man. Like, but, but the thing is, too, what you mm-hmm. miss from the courthouse wedding is the the aesthetics of like of mm-hmm. the wedding. Like I, I know somebody put that up there on the on the chat. It's an aesthetics thing, but sometimes I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock it. Like to look back and see a dope photo of you and your lady thirty mm-hmm. years from now would be real cool to to turn back. Like remember this day, you know what I'm saying? Like I we didn't have that. So when it comes to that, we don't have any pictures to show the kids that hey we got married. It was just literally the two of us. And a few people who didn't look like they want to get married themselves. There's a lot of shotgun weddings. I'm going to tell you when I was in there. There's a lot of green card and shotgun shotgun marriages going on at the courthouse in Decatur that day. I mean, like, so there is a, the pros and cons. If you can afford it, go ahead and do it. That's all I say. Right. But if you can't afford 40, 25 and up, then your best bet is to just do something low, lower, go to the courthouse and do a little reception at the house. That way, we did it. We bought the food for my brother. We bought the food and everything. Stepmom made some food. So it was a lot cheaper. Like you just went to a caterer. You just bought a bunch of food and brought it back. And everybody kind of came in. We were outside chilling, people having a good time, the same as you would at a reception. So it's all depending on what you want to do, how much money you want to spend. Like we didn't have much to spend and we still didn't have much to spend after the wedding. So instead of being broke, you know what I mean? But I I like that Mm -hmm. Ivan, that was a good one. I saw that one online. I was like, I had to to talk about that one. That was just always like when stuff is new when I Mm -hmm. haven't seen it. Because I, you know, I try to, you know, peruse uh, social media. When I haven't seen something, I was like, yeah, I definitely have to ask this what people would do in this in this case. Mm -hmm. Okay, proxy proxy, my my sister-in-law. We got married through proxy due to military. Yep. My brother-in-law was in the military, and yeah, they've been together 23 years. And you you don't know, you know, saying save your money, like she said, in this day and age, anyways. Like you might just want to save your money, like unless you mm-hmm. let somebody play ball, somebody a recording artist, somebody makes six figures a year by themselves. Save your money. Save your money, bro. Like don't save do it from somebody who did save your money. <laughs> but your 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 John's good though. Like your your photos, like I was I be I was low key stalking your photos. Like man, the, I was, the, the photos. <laughs> I will say I agree with you. Um, the photos is the part that I don't regret. Mm-hmm. Like we had the bomb photographers. I'm I'm glad that I'm able to kind of look back. Um, you know, especially with my father in law just passing away. Yeah. You know, to look back at those photos mm-hmm. and that 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 time. You know, but um, other than that. Like we could have just hired a photographer, you know, to go to the courthouse with us. That's right. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I mean, yeah, you because still, even when at I, the pop up, if the shot is yeah. pop up, you can have Because when we when we came out of the courthouse that day, uh February eighteenth, two thousand and six. See, I remember mm-hmm. babe. Yeah. We came out, we being low key, there was a young lady and a, her I guess new husband young couple, but they were out front taking photos. And uh, we sat there, we looked at each other, we should have did that. But we didn't think people did that. But right. they had, she had on the full wedding gown, he had on 
his tux and he had his best men with him. Father the bride, father the groom, everybody was there. They took pictures and then they got in a limo and left. I was talking to one of them. They, he was like, yeah, we're going back to the reception. They didn't want to have a church wedding because the church is another cost to pay for, yeah. for how many hours you're going to have it. Even if the wedding ceremony is about an hour, you got to rent it for four to five hours or something. So that's one cost. They were like, they didn't want to. So they just having a reception at a hall somewhere. They just had the accoutrements of wearing the, the tux and wearing the gown. That's what she wanted to put her money into her gown and whatnot. So that makes smart. Yeah. yeah that's smart. And nobody would be the wiser. Once they see the photos, they're like, you got married in a gown. And I think right. that's what I miss too. Is like maybe we should have had the pictures. Maybe to to think back on the day of oh, I took the picture with my mom, my partners, whatever. Mm-hmm. But all in all, you know, I'm happy with the way it turned out and whatnot. I'm not, Would I'm, you ever do a vow renewal as a like an actual ceremony? We've talked about that. We've talked about now that we have kids, we're like it'd be cool to do some kind of vow renewal and the kids be part of it. You know, yeah. son, I have my son as part of my. My my, uh, my groomsman and daughter is probably going to be the flower girl if she mm-hmm. behaves herself at that point in time. But we were talking about we're we're close. We got married two thousand six. Who do the math quick for me, Micah? Two thousand six to twenty twenty one. What are we in? What? You... In five years, it'll be twenty years, sir. Yeah, yeah. Jana, uh, I'm already in trouble because I don't know the the, the, the amount of time. <laughs> I know we up there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, we were thinking about maybe for 20 years, do something, you know, just rent out like a, a hall or something. If we have a nice enough house, we can say, oh, we do it at the house in the backyard and just have some sort of something for the family and for the kids just just to do for us, too, because we missed out on having the traditional wedding. Now that we're so far along in our lives, we're like, maybe we need to do something for ourselves. But cost effective. We still have kids we got to pay for college for. So, you know, what I mean, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. You can do it as, as, you know, like you said, just in the backyard, you know, have people bring food, you know, mm-hmm. have, you know, mm-hmm. have people bring food to the backyard and like just, you know, close family and friends and, and just, yeah, do it that way. And then, you know, have, now what you spend the money on is the photographer. Yep. yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you have those yep. pictures for the next 15 years. The good and thing is, I, hmm? I know a bunch of photographers. I mean, like my wedding, your wedding gift to me. Is going <laughs> That's to how you be, do it too. You know, what I'm saying get some photography going on. But what were you going to say, Tashana? I was going to say, and if you do it as like a pop up vow renewal, you can have it to where you're saying, um, if if you were doing it on your anniversary per se, yeah, and you said, oh, we're having a get together for our anniversary. We're having like a potluck. Bring something over. People mm-hmm. will bring a gift. They'll bring a dish, and then when they get there, you have a ceremony. You have your pictures. You don't have to worry about who didn't come, who wasn't going to make it. And those people who are coming are bringing you a dish. And you don't have to worry about the food. Okay. That's, like <laughs> that sounds like a good one. A pop-up. You're, you're really trying to push this trend, a pop-up wedding. <laughs> 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 you should start that as a business. Like, I'm it's a way to go. But that's great. That's great, Mike. Any 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 future wedding plans for you? No. Say what? Uh, don't hey, see now. I was saying you don't hear. You don't hear too good. <laughs> Say what? No, we got we got time for that. We got time. You got time you know. Okay, you got, you got time. time. Okay, plenty of time. Am I going to be invited to it? You know it. You know it. Because I don't want to get in trouble. Oh yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. Oh, dude, I know the person then. Because I know I'm going to get it. You can be like, oh, for real? Uh-huh. Okay. That's how you going to text me. Yeah. Yeah, you know. You know how I'm going to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't invited. <laughs> okay, that's how we're doing. All right. That's good. So let's move to the to the next topic that Iva has here. And you can go ahead with it, Iva. Explain. Yeah, I just... So this morning, uh, much to all of our surprise, you know, Kanye West finally dropped Donda. You know, I I, I was like, I thought he was going to pull up with a, a fourth uh, listening party. I was like, how many times are we going to listen to this album, man? I, I mean... We listened to and I and I won't lie. I listened to all three of them. I listened. To, I looked at all three of them via Apple Music, uh-huh. and uh, you know, I was like, okay, I, I like listening to the subtle changes he made, the little additions he made. Um, but the third one, I'm not gonna lie, and we can maybe talk about this later. The third one kind of freaked me out, man. Uh, the one he did in Chicago, it was it was, it was a lot of Im- imagery um, in that that I was just like, eh. I mean, I know you, you know you. You know, you say you're on God's team, but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of that stuff looked a little, little iffy. And um, but I just wanted to, you know, just an open discussion about the whole thing. You know, whatever you want to say about it. I mean, um, I did like the album. You know, it's a few songs that stand out to me. Um, I mean, I still have to, you know, you know, sit with it again, even though I've heard it now four times mm-hmm. uh, through the listening parties and just, you know, listening to it this morning. Um, I still have to sit with it and just kind of break it down. But the, um, like I said, the image, the images that I saw on the third one in Chicago, I was like, Ugh. and then he had Marilyn Manson up there. And then yeah, I, I, I know. No they I were had getting... no clue that Marilyn Manson had allegations against him. I had no oh, yeah. clue about that. Yeah. Of uh, sexual assault or sexual. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And but, so what? So, Micah, did you, did you either one of you get a chance to listen to it? I have not, but I have. Uh, I watched the first show, had a couple of friends over there taking pictures. Um, but I heard about the last show and the imagery that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I know, but I I'm here for the music. I respect the creative process. You know, I think he's just into that bag. You know, of just locking in and doing what he does best. So. I'm just here for the music, but I'm not a fan of that last show, though. Yeah, that, that was a little much. Little much. Well, I when when he started with the whole album thing, when they were like, he's got an album coming out, Donda, and I was like, okay, his mom's thing. But then they're like, not sure if it's coming out, and I was like, well, I I don't want to listen to something that you're telling me is going to change. Like, then what what am I buying? What am I streaming? And I was kind of like, is this marketing or is he really making an album in front of us? Like, I'm trying to understand what yeah. his thinking is. He's he's deep into his artist bag, but I'm trying to figure out, is he trying something new? Is there is like something sinister behind it? Like, is Kanye trying, is like, what is it? Like, all I can think about is like, he's, he's trying to gauge like, how can I sell you three different albums? You think about it. Yeah. Are you willing to let me sell you three of the same album? So the album that I download that I'm streaming today is not the same as 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 what what was the the first set out the first album. No. So no. it's like, are you selling me on 
on all different versions or or he must be a genius and it's like real time he's real time building an album and he wants you to be part of it like that's the that was one concept on the good side like he's he's letting you in of the album creation mm-hmm. i'm gonna have a listening party and instead of having a listening party with people that are around me and they're probably going to say oh yeah that's dope blah 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 let me have it with the fans before i give them the album or he's basically just saying how can i get 12 million dollars off of you guys like it's, <laughs> it's got- yeah because you who did you you guys didn't go to it did you watch it on you oh, streamed no, it no no, nah, the, the the Rona was all through that. No, nah, I know the Rona was all through that because I was like, are we are we really at this event? All in there, and but I was watching like it, I was like at the Mercedes Benz Stadium, like a listening party. But I'm like, yay has that much pull, but there were a few thousand people there, right? It wasn't like oh yeah, it was. It oh was no, packed. It was, yeah, it, it was, was sold out. It was like a Hawks yeah. game, right? Yeah, yeah, it was it was sold out like, in minutes. Uh, five million from the, the one from those two. Them two uh, listening yeah. parties. He made, he, he five. made $5 million. And he, he just did some performance art. Like, like you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. it, like he's built his 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 mom's house, his old house in the yeah. dome, in um, Mercedes Benz, right? No, that was in the that was in the third. That was at Soldier that was Field. At, that was in yeah. at Soldier Field, they built it there. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense because he's going home. Mm-hmm. But the whole him staying at the stadium, like him coming out and being wrapped in uh, <laughs> like uh like i get it yeah you're an artist and i can't knock i can't knock y- your art i just can't i don't know i don't know what to say but can't knock the art but this is out there yeah it's I, crazy I don't know, it's like i don't know i don't I mean I don't, he's a I guess he's an artist and he's sensitive about his shit. But, you know, this is, uh... but it's like, I, I want to understand the symbolism behind it. Like he was, yeah. this is a bed, supposedly he was sleeping there on this bed. Is Like, is he hearkening back to like when 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 things are tough for him? I really want to sit down mm-hmm. and understand what was the, the, what was the thinking behind this. But the actual outfits and stuff, the, the, the tactical vests that say Donda, like that's, I don't want to talk ill of anybody's mom. It's it's just weird because mm. it's his mom's name, but we're talking about it as it's an entity unto itself. So I don't want to say anything disparaging that can be reflected on the mother because she has nothing right. to do with it. But I'm looking at these things and I'm like, this dude is either really in pain because he never got over his mom passing away and the way she passed away maybe has something mm-hmm. to do with it that he's looking in introspectively like, is this because of me? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like because I'm so famous, it caused my mom to want to go this direction. And, you know, it was reported that it was complications from plastic surgery, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was plastic surgery to the face, but something on her body. And she got complications and passed away from that. So it's like, as a, a celebrity and someone who has a say, like, did you influence that because of your stature and your mom being out there in the forefront, maybe people started saying things about her and caused her to feel a little self-conscious that she wanted to fix something, which I have no problem with any woman doing or man, if that's, it's mm. your body, if you want to do it, do it. But sometimes, you know, the, the rest of the world isn't that, you know, um, caring, so to speak. Right. So like, is he going through like years later? Cause you know, after that he went through it when he was with Amber Rose, he was on the red carpet, drinking Hennessy straight and yeah. 
this is the first time like he's really really like addressed his mom's death like, like this right here is like an opus to that like like i'm listening to some of the songs and like i've said a lot of it has a lot of like christian ideals and song mm-hmm. name and he's reaching out he's, he's basically trying to get, get some kind of comfort from this album or just the fact of how he's doing it because i don't i don't know any other explanation for this it's weird is all yeah, I, I, mean, I, I don't want to knock anybody's art and say it's weird, but I just don't understand it. Hold on. It. Yeah. It's almost like he's trying to tell us something. Yeah. Everybody's trying to figure it out. Yeah. You I'm know, like, right. what are you trying to say? Like, and I'm listening to the music and I'm like, all right, the music is telling me one thing, but this whole marketing campaign, what are, what are you trying to tell me? Like, what am I supposed to, what am I missing? That's, that's, that's the million dollar question. Or five million dollar question. However much money he made, um, that's the question, man. I, I have no clue. It's like the music says one thing, the images I'm seeing is saying a totally different, you know, yeah. a totally different. When like he, he, I don't know if y'all saw the third one, but you know, he he set himself on fire. That's um, another thing. Yeah, he right. uh, Kim walked out in like a wedding gown, and just it just looked real. I don't know. It looked. It was too if if it was supposed to be art, it went way over my head. Like it was too artsy for me. Like I was, it looked eerie to me. Yeah. And you I know, so. one of the commenters, Quay ATL, what's up, Quay? Yeah. He said he's playing a character. Yeah, and I like that. I, I, like I that. get it. I get mm-hmm. like what's the name? Who's a comedian? Um, white comedian who played on a uh, taxi. Uh he he. Uh, that is uh. Um, no, not Robert. Uh, oh, Danny DeVito? No, 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 no. This guy, he was the one who had the weird accent when he, uh, I forget his name, but he was, he, Jim Carrey did a, I think Jim Carrey did a movie mm-hmm. on him, uh, like a biopic. Oh, The Man on the Moon? Uh, um, uh, yeah, The Man on the Moon movie. Wow, um, I forgot his name. I know what you're talking about. But like, he was name. big on that. Like, he played, like, he, his whole, he would become a character. Like, his everyday everything was that character whatever character he built he would be that character at all times so you you kind of blurred the lines between is this really him or is this still the andy kaufman uh thank you to my wife you know saying like he 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 lived the whole character so is yay doing that like and what character are you being like you're calling the 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 the, the album donda but you're playing a character, so I'm, I'm trying to understand where this is coming from. Like, I just the whole imagery, the the, the vest, the the shoes. Like, I'm gonna put it back up on the screen right here. Like the vest, the shoes, everything. Like, what is that? Like, and then it was like the people. I don't know if y'all again on the. It, it's just that third concert. Like the first, the first one. I said concert listening party because he didn't utter a word. But that's know, the first thing. was like. He was like, okay, he was standing out there in his red or whatever outfit he was in the first, you know. He had the red outfit. Mm-hmm. He had the red. Second one, you know, it was a little more, you know, had the people going around the circle. You know, I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> the third one, it just, I mean, he had like cars going around. Like, I, I, I made a joke to myself that. Uh, all of the Uber, uh, black or Uber, whatever the Uber, the top <laughs> was a nun in Chicago at that time because it looked like they was all in Soldier Field. <laughs> they had all the uh, suburbs in there. Oh my god! 
Yeah, yeah, man. So, you know, it just got, I guess the art got, I mean, maybe with more, the more money he made, the bigger the budget for the show. Yeah. And then, you know, culminating in, you know, on Soldier Field, he made a replica of, of his house. And, um, but it was like the people walking around it. And then they, they seemed like they was like almost bowing to, um, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. It was just, to me, it was a little weird, you know, but like you said, Lynn, it could just be a, a character he's playing, you know, but mm-hmm. it's just weird to kind of play that for an album named after your mother. I, I don't, yeah. you know, but maybe it's something that I don't understand yet. And maybe it's still a living I think album. there's a like, lot of people morning, that don't understand it. We're yeah, just yeah, going with so, it because it's, it's yay. So we're like, mm-hmm. we're used to him doing things off the wall. So let's let's just go ahead with it. That's art. Like, I don't want people to say like, oh, that's art. But I'm like, okay, what is the symbolism behind the art? Like one right. minute, like you said, he's wearing the red and then he's wearing the black. And it's like, you're building the house in, in Chicago. I know you got back home, so Chicago's home. But it's the whole, the, the, the face coverings, the people just doing arbitrary things, setting yourself yeah fire the dangling from the the, the Lip, yeah. lifted from the ceiling yeah that was yeah, like it's yeah. like like he's playing on a lot of biblical themes and i'm like what is behind this like this man is yeah. either reaching out for help or he's the greatest performance artist of all time because it's also and or, or he's the greatest capitalist of all time because i've never heard of anybody paying to go to a listening party Usually, exactly. invite to the fans. Like, hey, come here to the new album. Invite only. But he charged. How much was the tickets? Oh, man. It ranged. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a concert. Ticket, it was like 30. Without, yeah. Like the first one he did, it was like 30 mm-hmm. to like 50 something, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then they went up from there, man. It, was, it got crazy prices after that. Like the second and third show. And I know at, 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 the, at the Mercedes Benz, they were... They were showing like the food prices. Like I know that became the joke. I was like, chicken fingers were like fifty bucks or whatever. Fifty dollars. How much? Now, chicken now, fingers. Fifty dollars. I saw that too. Only yeah. That was for the sweet. That was for a train. Okay, that that's what. what okay. Okay. Right. I'm like, that's okay. 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 That wasn't just like okay. one order of chicken fingers. That was, that was like oh, okay. if you had a sweet. They brought out the tray of food. See oh, that's because okay. I was. Like, I know Arthur Arthur Blanks ain't gonna be he he was like no this no. is a family environment there's no way at the dome they charging because yeah actually Mercedes Benz got some of the cheapest food you could probably buy food, yeah 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 we went to yeah. the games and I, I ended up spending like maybe twenty bucks and yeah I, so this is a great very reasonable. Yeah. Like, you guys want more <laughs> yeah, let's go get some more <laughs> before it, like when it was the whole dome you yeah. know what I'm saying, the old dome like. It was expensive. Yeah, they were charging six, seven dollars for a hot dog when it was yeah, when yeah. it was Georgia Dome. Yeah, it was crazy prices. Nah, nah, I mean it was fifty dollars for the trade. Not that Ivan yeah, has set that up because I'm like, how could Ye go off <laughs> giving fifty, sixty dollars even for some chicken strips? Or like Ivan, that's a lot still for the. That, for the that is. I mean, now I will say the merch, um, like the shirts, were a hundred dollars a piece. Just Ooh. the t-shirts. He made ten mil, I believe, off of that alone. He made twelve million. He said he's they, he's told he's, he's grossed about twelve million in sales from the wow. first first two. I don't know what 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 happened in Chicago, but they said from the first two listening parties. Oh, I thought it was five, man. It doubled. It greatest capitalist. You said I think five per five per. Oh, okay. So he was at like ten mil, ten, twelve mil, 
based on selling his fans an opportunity. That he was didn't my even utter a word. He didn't utter a not word. A word. He didn't even really know if it was him, except right. for the walk. But you're like, yo, they can mimic the walk. Like, right? How do I know he's even? That's him walking. I'm like. It's a Could list. Have definitely part. been on some MF Doom type of type That's of stuff. Mm. But at least yeah. MF Doom, yeah. and you knew it was him there. But right. Kanye literally just walked out, and he had all this imagery going on, and no talking, just having the fans just figure it out for themselves. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. I'm gonna let you figure out what the theme of this album is. But a lot of us are confused, Kanye. Like we got to do. No, I'm sorry it? to catch you. There was a classic. The only thing that I remember from, um, because I used to always try not to fall asleep in music appreciation down on at, 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 what you call it, the Ashby. You know, uh, you know, oh, the, Ashby. the church, the church. Yeah. On the yeah, it was the worst place to have a class. Oh my <laughs> goodness! And this class was so boring. But <laughs> the teacher um taught us that this one classical artist, he sold a whole theater. Um, tickets sat down at the piano and did nothing. He recorded all of the noises that people made in the theater or things dropping or just any type of noise that was made. Uh-huh. And basically they said it was a masterpiece. I was like, he gotcha. But that reminds me of what Kanye basically just did to these people. And they say it's a masterpiece, but it's like he just gotcha. <laughs> you know what? It's kind of like a lick. Yeah, like I mean, I'm all for the art. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for the art. Yep. But I like that. That that's certain. Like he comes out. Most people at the listening party be like, "What you think? What you think of that joint? Yo, the next joint is called yeah. this." He literally just let the music play, and he walked around, mm-hmm. or whoever that was, walked around because he didn't have his face out. He had it covered. Mm-hmm. So like, it could be anybody, and mm-hmm. everybody went there. Bought the sixty dollar chicken strips. Um, <laughs> the water probably was twenty dollars a bottle. Uh, Easy, you Easy. get a hundred dollars shirt because you don't want to be the one walking out talking about, "Oh, I ain't getting that shirt. It's a hundred dollars." Like you know, everybody gonna buy this shirt for Cap. Right? Did I say it right, Michael? For Cap, like uh, I'm good job. Good context. <laughs> Pretty good. But, but you're right, Deshana. It's it's either a great performance piece or the greatest lick ever. Yes. Like I, I can't, I can't see it any other way. Like it's now nah, I'm going with the greatest lick ever. Like I'm all for the art. This, <laughs> this is like you don't charge people for, you don't charge them for a listening party. And I get it. I it was it's from Chicago. Y'all forget. <laughs> from Chicago. He's and, not a and, dummy. And, He's a, a very intelligent man. And I think. A lot of times people are like, oh, Kanye's going through this. I think that this is his therapy. I honestly think that this music and all of this is his therapy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily want to take anything or go to anyone um, in particular or see anyone, but he's using his music and his basically sharing this with his fans as his therapy. Mm-hmm. And I get mm-hmm. that. But this marketing and stuff that he's doing is to me, it's just like he's he's a genius hustler. I feel like he's hustling <laughs> people. Yeah. And people are just eating it up because it's Kanye. It's well, like if Beyonce wanted to sell you water and sold you water for $200 and it was just a drop of like lemon in there. People would go out and buy this. Like, what if 50 say I, I sold quarter water and sold it to um thing for, for sh- $2 million? Sh- 
Yeah, he said, yeah, he put some like, sugar water. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what he it was. He really like took quarter juices and sold it to Coca Cola. Yeah. <laughs> with, with that idea. A lot of money. That quarter exactly. Water. And I feel like that's exactly what Kanye is doing. And people are like, oh, it's Kanye. But, it's, it, but that goes to a bigger issue. Is it because it's Kanye or is it because we, the type of things that he's doing, we don't see that anymore in entertainment? Now it's with the. We're, we're, we're at that. Michael might be still a millennial considered, right? You're still considered a millennial, right? So Ivor and Tashana and myself, we're, we're kind of the generation X, the generation Y, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how they yeah, figure that. It's, it's like it's Leo confusing. and Scorpio and all that stuff. Yeah. We're generation Z, X, Y. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, I don't know where I fall. It's like Pisces and all that. Like you, if you tell me that's what I am, that's what I am. I don't understand right. the delineation, Aries and and, and 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 Scorpio. But our generation, we always had the people putting on a show. Like okay. this generation, the artists are more in your face. Like I am who I am. This is me. The show is going to be basically me on stage. Like we right. came up, we had shows. I remember I I went to see DMX, Jay Z, and all of them on the survival of the. I know the Hard Knock Life tour, mm-hmm. right? And it was an, a performance. Like even though, like everybody's scene changed, like the stage changed, they had they had a format of what they're going to do. They put on a show, even if they were rappers, they weren't acting, but they had elements into it that made you like, okay, this is a show, not just a performance. So maybe for us and our generation, of maybe for this generation, they haven't seen something like this, so they're gonna. They're going to grab for it because a lot of the music nowadays doesn't offer this much, let's say, artistry. Am I wrong or am I am I reaching there? Because like I, mean, you, I, I think you have some, mm-hmm. you have some artists. I know, like, like Tyler, the you, creator and those types. They, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah he, like it's a lot of people like that's exactly what I was going to say. Tyler, creator, it looks like he does invest in his visuals a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, or I saw him at Lollapalooza. Um, you know, saw the video or whatever, and it seems like he puts a lot into his visuals. So, I mean, there are a few, um, but, you know, I think Kanye is one of the first artists, like, even with My Dark, Beautiful, Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. If you remember, like, all the videos he did for that that album, uh-huh. like, with the ballerinas, and the, yeah. he, he had a lot of, vid- like, I think he was one of the, I don't want to say one of the first, I mean, because a lot of people have had visuals, but as far as, like, in that, like, 2000s, like he was one of the the ones to do it, so I, I would say maybe this is just an extension of that. I mean, because with all of his albums, he he's he set up the visuals for it, and he's had some stuff that people don't understand, mm-hmm. uh, and that people like. And he's also had you know uh, the you know kind of simple stuff like I'm good with T Pain, the video he had for that one. It wasn't nothing too you know over your head. It was just you know mm-hmm. him and T Pain, but you know then he has stuff that you don't understand. Like this third show in Chicago. I'm still trying to figure it out. It's going to take me a minute. I'm going to have to think about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, more power to him. I mean, the album sounds fine. Don't get me wrong. The music itself is good. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm having a hard time trying to keep up with who's on what track because on the, on the streaming site, it just says Kanye West. So you don't know. You just kind of have to listen to see who and who's, who's um, featured on each track. But I will say this. Go ahead. As someone who wouldn't necessarily listen to like a Playboy Cardi or 
you know, some of these newer art, like I like 21 Savage. I like Lil Baby. I do like them. Those are two I like Travis Scott. Mm -hmm. I like Tyler, the creator. You know, it is a few of the newer artists that I really do actually like. But I will say that Kanye has infused some of the, or a lot of the newer artists in this album. And it's kind of making me listen. It's making me listen. So now I'm like, okay, well, maybe I need to go listen to Playboy Cardi's album or listen to yeah. such and such. You know, listen to Little Dirk album. I never listened to a Little Dirk album. I haven't, I haven't either. Like, and, and <laughs> you're right. I've seen a lot more of these guys and heard them on all the songs with people who are yeah. my contemporaries. And I'm like, all right, because I hear them outside of their element. I can't get mm -hmm. them when they're just rapping about what they rap about. But when they were on a couple other people's songs, I'm like, all right, it might make me want to go listen to them wholeheartedly because I don't want to become right. what we always railed against in the 90s. Right. Uh, when our parents was like, but no, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? My music was better. I don't want to be one of those. Yeah, like, I, and I pride myself on, on being open-minded and listening to new things. So I've been well, like... We also got spoiled. Like, think about how Busta Rhymes used to do things. Like, in our videos, we got really spoiled by our visuals. People yeah. spent oh, yeah. money and did big things. So I think I was kind of right. Like, they didn't really get that. Like, the, the kids now, they didn't really get a lot of that. So, <laughs> They, they, I mean, when you think about what was the what was the song when he had the elephant like following behind him? Was that? Oh yeah, put your hands on my eyes can see. Yeah, mm -hmm. fam. Like when you yep. think about that video, mm -hmm. yep. that video was crazy. And Missy, and Missy, Missy mm -hmm. always had the visual. So I, and I'm that's the video. Like, like, Hype Williams. We, yeah, it was Hype Williams. Mm -hmm. that, yes. I think that one was Lil X that that did Busters. And yeah, man, Hype was No, crazy. I think they both were like. I think they both were little X. The Missy videos and the, the Buster videos. And this was back when videos were a million. A million dollars? A month. Yeah, like a million dollars to do like these videos. Now you see, like even in, of course, in Atlanta, if you drive somewhere, you see somebody with a camera. Yeah, you did. Like you, you see that and it's mm -hmm. normal and yeah. it's nothing close to a million dollars. Nope. So, you know, yeah, yeah, man. Visuals. What? Crazy. And I think that had to do because at the time, um, record labels were giving out big money, but then they were like, right. The return on investment on watching the video didn't matter if it was a million dollar video because you had the million dollar videos and then you might have the five hundred dollar or five thousand dollar video where the song was just as dope but the video was getting more rotation and i think the, the music industry kind of was like well let's not put that much emphasis on videos anymore so now you get the one camera you know with the 5d and somebody you know just just shooting but if you do it right it's it's real creative you don't have all the elements but you do get a lot of creative videos, but not as much as, you know, when Busta and all of them were doing it. It was like full-fledged movies. Like when I think about it, like um, A Tribe Called Quest, besides Outkast, is like my favorite group of all time. Like, mm -hmm. And you think, I think about their videos, none of them looked like they was above $20,000 to make. Like when you they didn't check the rhyme, they was on top of a building. Right? It, was, it was on their block. In, uh, Linden Boulevard. Linden Boulevard. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah, was right in. They was right on London. They had no pay for nothing. They just bought some some mm -hmm. orders and some and some beef patties. And everybody was songs all time electric relaxation. That was, was my favorite. <laughs> they were in the diner. They were in a black and white video. Just right, right, real white. Yeah. And I, I so feel like, like that. you don't have to pay that much money or on visuals if the song is dope. People are going to listen mm -hmm. to it regardless. But you know, I think for some artists, visuals do help. Um, yeah. to enhance the music.
Yeah. And it all, it's a case by case. Like, you know, Buster and, and Missy are very animated characters, so you expect mm-hmm. their works to be very animated. But go, you know, with, with it, like you said, with Tribe, with Electric Relaxation, they're a very low-key, low-vibe mm-hmm. thing. So you know they're looking for a mood, and the mood was New York City on a rainy night in a cab. Electric right. relaxation. You're looking for that electric relaxation. This is what usually mm-hmm. happens. She in the cab. Right. You waiting for her, like, come through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got the beef patties with cocoa bread ready. <laughs> right, to Tashana? Right. You know, fact, when it's over, I'm going to go listen to that, man. I, had, I, had, I, had, I, had, I, had. I remember, it's off topic, but I remember seeing Tribe um, in New England and Mass- I never. I'm sorry. I, mean, I never got to see Tribe live, man. I never one got, of my biggest you know, regrets. I saw them at the end when they were when they're grown and they were they were about to retire. Mm-hmm. I, I never got to see them when they were in their prime. Like, but I saw that last yeah. that last last tour. The mm-hmm. last stop was in um, Framingham, Massachusetts, and we went there. And they did all the songs. They went all yeah. the way from Bonita Applebaum all the way. Mm-hmm. To, it was a great show, man. Like, yeah, that was one of the highlights. I also saw. I think LL Cool J was on that same tour too. I think him. Wow. They, they both were touring together, so mm-hmm. Elvis performed there. And that was I'd never seen him before, and this was like right, right before. This is only like phenomenon and all of those. Mm-hmm. He performed everything too. Oh, man, pink, pink cookies in a plastic bag. He did yeah, he performed that. You know how disturbed or not even disturbed when I got older and found out what he was talking about. I was yeah. like, they asked, him, they asked him, and he said, "It's not even what you think it was about." Exactly. He said he was he was probably high, and this, this girl <laughs> called him up, and he was just like, you know, it's like pink cookies getting um, in a plastic in a plastic bag, bag being crushed by a building. He said it was something he said. It wasn't something he even thought made sense. He said, "I just said it," and it, for it to catch on now, and mm-hmm. I've heard everybody tried to dissect it, but he said in one of his interviews, he's like, "There's no meaning behind it. It was just something wow. I said," and it, I it's, think, it, man, like. Like before, the crazy part about it, man. And I, this is the last thing I say, man. Like, I since I when Fife passed away, I was mm-hmm. like, you know what, man? I'm going to go to every concert that I can go to. Thankfully, I did see Outkast at the at last concert when they was at Centennial. So I was like, okay, I got to see Outkast. I never you got know, to that was probably the last show they'll probably ever do. I was there too. I was there. He was there. I, I, was, I was there. You got to see greatness. I was there. And then, but I, I like I said, I never got to see Tribe. Um, you know, and I was just like, from that point on, I was like, I'm gonna go see every concert that I want to go see. And, and, and then that was like in 2017. Like, so I, I hit up every concert since I, I saw Jay about three times. Mm-hmm. I saw, mm-hmm. you know, beyond, of course, when he came with Beyonce, um, I saw Kendrick Lamar twice. Uh, I saw, I just, I saw DMX. I saw him at the, uh, when he was at one music fest on um, that year. I saw Buster. So I was like, okay, so I've seen, I've, I'm, got, I'm getting to see some, and then COVID happened. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> what's the last show that you actually went to? What's the last concert you guys actually went to the, before the COVID? The last concert I went to was, dang, I can't even remember now. I think mm-hmm. the last concert I went to was One Music Fest, if I'm not, the, the, like, yeah, One Music Fest, I think. But y'all go ahead. About you, Mike. Uh, I think the last one I went to was uh Freddie Gibbs. I oh, went to I went to his right oh, before good. like all of this got crazy. And it was another guy I was supposed to go see. His name's Larry June. 
If y'all haven't heard of him, oh, yeah, I was supposed to go. And mm-hmm. I, I was just too afraid to go at the time, but I I regret it. I should have just took my took the chance. But yeah, that was the last one. Freddie Gibbs. Oh man, for me, the last actual show that I went to see in concert, I think it was like in college. I seen like wow. the roots at the um is it the Roxy or whatever they're in Buckhead. It was the Roxy. I think they moved it. They moved that Roxy or where they have the shows is now in um the battery. The battery. Yeah. But I remember the roots concert. That was the last show that I I yeah that I can think of going to. And that was at I think it was at the Roxy or whatever there in Buckhead. It I don't think it's there anymore, but that mm-hmm. was the last show that I attended that was an official like concert and seen them perform. After that, I don't think I've been to like a concert per se. Like wow. Like damn near not even like a club night. Like I remember that it was the roots because afterwards we left and we went to to um uh what's the name? The the bar on um East Ponce. They do the L bar? What's that? The L bar? Nah, no, 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 no. What's the name? Um, <laughs> was right across from what was called Murder Kroger. Um, MJQ. Oh, oh, MJQ. 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 Well, I don't think that as a bar. I used to live in MJQ. <laughs> yeah, I live there too. But after that, like I would just go to MJQ anytime they had a show. So there would be a show, and we'd know. Like that's why I said, like um, the Roots would be in town. Like last time I saw the Roots was when we were in college. But they've been in town, and every time they had a show, Quest Love would come and spin. At MJQ, so yeah, I would yeah. be like, "Bump that!" I'm gonna just go to the to the MJQ. I ain't yeah. trying to go to the club, to the concert and then gotta fight traffic. MJQ ain't that big, so I wanted to be in there. So, you it's know, one of the best clubs I've ever been to. Yeah, mm-hmm. the vibe. I've seen Chub Rock, Spinderella, um, yeah. Quest Love came and performed yeah. there. Anthony, mm-hmm. um, Dave. There's been so many people that yeah. came through MJQ and just mm-hmm. showed yeah, love and performed That's for nothing. Kind of- that's the kind of club I like to be. In. You know, I, I get take me back. You know, take yeah. me back to the. You know, I, I hate to sound like that, but take me back to a time where I can listen to like, like I said, electric relaxation in the club. Like, when the last time you go to a club and you can hear that? You know, like yeah. take me back. And JQ, the they still right before COVID. That's where I was still living. I love the yeah. DJs there. Um, I love Dredd. Dredd always puts on a good. Um, he MCs and does a great, you know, show. <laughs> I think whenever this COVID thing um, lets us get back to some, some sort of normalcy, I might have to mm-hmm. hit that queue because that was some mm-hmm. of the best times I had. Like, you're right, Deshaun. I used to be in there. Mm-hmm. The vibe was good. Like, you could be there with a, a smorgasbord of people, if that's a mm-hmm. word you use to describe people. And it, it was a cool vibe. And it was like that classic hip-hop. It wasn't even classic. It was just music because they yeah. might put some rock and roll in there and everybody knew the words, black, white, yeah. and otherwise. You know what I'm saying? We all grew up on Casey's Top 40, so we know we know Madonna yeah. songs. We know um, Cindy Lauper songs. Don't don't act like you a thug now. You was singing. <laughs> Put on that Smells Like Teen Spirit. We going to sing it. Like, if they don't know one other rock song, Smells Like Teen Spirit is the only one black folks know. Or American Idiot. We going to do that with the best. <laughs> yeah. That's great, man. 
Ah uh, man, so we've reached that point in the show, man. Like, it's been a great show, guys. I really appreciate you joining. Us. We we hit some topics and we we went off topic a little bit, but I I felt mm-hmm. it was it was great convo. Like people yes. said, it, one minute we went from Ask Iva to like you know real hip hop podcast. Yeah. You know <laughs> so before you we go, talk about hip hop all day. Yeah, I know we could talk about it all day, Iva. Because I know, day. like you said, you got to, I, I I never got to see um Outcast. I'm mad at that. I remember oh. we, were, we was at Clark. We had um, Killer Mike and Bone Crush and all of them before mm. when they started popping off. We did the school uh, Clark Atlanta um, radio. CLT mm-hmm. on the show, and they waited till the last minute to tell us, "Oh yeah, we're putting on this show." And they were like, "We have these guys, Bone Crush and Killer Mike." We're like, "What?" <laughs> and who are you promoting? They hadn't promoted anything. We tried to put flyers out, but that was mm-hmm. one good show. Bone Crush and Killer Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day, I saw the Survival of the Illest tour. That was um, Def Jam. That was Onyx, DMX. Wow. I think I think Jay yeah, was on that, but I saw them in Rhode Island, and that was one of the liveest shows. DMX rapping from a second floor balcony. He had on the fatigued overalls, and his man just holding them, and he's like leaning wow. forward, just rapping, looking over the crowd. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> um, the Hard Knock Life tour. That was Jay and um, X, uh, Meth and Red. Meth and Red, man. Yeah. Had Meth and Red flying through the, the, the stadium, <laughs> probably the Secret Center. Meth threw his, his hat out. And where we were sitting at, it was me, my brother, my best friend Mike and Calvin, and my, my man Calvin's younger brother. And we saw the hat coming. And we're not groupies or nothing, but you're like, hey, it's Method Man's hat. Yeah, and you're like, I'm gonna reach for it. I didn't dive or nothing, but it was a lot of other people. I ain't gonna say nothing. D, Mike, and all of them diving for his hat, and it ended, up being, it ended up being this girl. She was like five foot four, and there was like a pile of people. And I'm seeing punches getting jabs getting thrown, and then I get up and she gets up with the hat in her hand, like, I got it. Sorry, we had to dap her up. We had to dap her like you jumped into a crowd of dudes diving for meth's hat and you ended up winning it so that was just my experience these are how far back i go to concerts like wow these are what i remember but i want to thank you guys for really making this special episode i we're going to do more things in the future we've got some Indeed. plans to talk to you about tashana thank you for jumping on and, and being part thank you so much for having me congratulations on on the new uh bundle of joy in the family yes. thank you yes. I, I don't know if you want to say his name i know it's probably real west indian no, it's actually his name is Gray, G R E Y. Gray, Gray Langston, like Langston Hughes. I'm a nerd. I was waiting for a shell done. Uh, oh, I'm you sorry. wanted it to be real Jamaican. I'm I'm already to Shauna. Moses in there or something? <laughs> no, I gave him a name where people would not know what hey, he looked like from the job application. Exactly, he you has know. a very straightforward name. No one will know what he looks like. <laughs> Yeah, appreciate it, appreciate it. And also, Iva, thank you again for, for joining us and, and doing some Ask Iva with us. That said, we're going to no do doubt, some man. things Anytime. in the future. Everybody, I mean, you guys have any contact info you want to give out, or are you guys cool? I mean, you can, uh, you, if you want to join the conversation with me, you can uh, find me on Facebook. That's where I'm at. Iva Marshawn, M-A-R-S-H-O-N, Williams, uh, I-V-A. Uh, it's my first name, so yeah, yeah. Just just holler at me there. I'll be asking questions like I do all the time. All right, 
And about you, Tashana, if you, want, you know, really want to get in contact with you on the writing tip and whatnot. They definitely can. Since I used to be a teacher, none of my information matches my name um, on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook, I am under T. Marie Sweet. Um, and then on Instagram, I am under 17A Presents because that's going to be the name of my company. Mm-hmm. And you can reach out to me there. All right. I'll be very happy to see you. I appreciate it. And you know, everybody can reach Micah and myself. We're on Instagram, on the Inside Out Podcast. We're also streaming live on Twitter. So Twitter information, Facebook as well, Inside Out Podcast. And we've added Twitch. Uh, oh, yes. uh, yeah, I'm saying and we're also on YouTube as well, El Felix Media. We had a little person try to hit us with the um one of those bots coming up in there saying some hateful stuff. I had to block that real quick. This is uh I guess this is a new thing, I guess. But it's all yeah, they're called hate raids. Yeah, they tried somebody tried that, like you know what I'm saying. But we took care of that. I ain't afraid of y'all. I'm sorry. Don't scare me. But anyways, I like thank my guests, Ivan Marshawn Williams and Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of Tiffany from the eighties. I'm sorry, Tashana Hardy. My girl, I'm sorry. I still owe her an apology plus some um um clam child. I'm gonna get you that. You a Guanitian would be up here in Gwinnett County. You're going to get your clam chowder. Uh, <laughs> also, thank Michael for um, being my co-host and uh, helping me put the shows together. We got more coming next week and future years. We got some uh, relationship stuff. We also got some real estate stuff. I got a real estate show book with uh, some uh, my cousin who's a, a real estate broker. And I um, have Niji on it too, Ivo. I have him on there. And we talk about some homeowner stuff. So I might have you guys come back on maybe to ask some questions and whatnot. I know Ivor, you're a homeowner, Tashana, you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I am one too. And it ain't it ain't easy to, to get the house and it ain't easy to keep the house. So that's, that'll a, be, that's a great show. <laughs> Definitely. So I thank all the listeners yeah. and the viewers out there. Catch us uh next Sunday. Uh, the, the audio will be out on Tuesday and all your distribution, all Pandora's, Spotify's, and all that Apple Podcasts. And we'll be doing also a replay of this actual um, video on Tuesday as well. So thank everybody for joining us. Uh, Tashana and Ivo, when we, we, we log off, don't log off yet. Just stay on in the background. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> you know, saying appreciate everybody out there for tuning in. And <laughs> I want to say thank you again. And we'll see you uh, next week, right? Is that it, Micah? Next week? Same time. All right, then. <laughs> okay. <laughs>